Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey folks, thanks for call- uh, thanks for calling the sloppy boys. <laughs> Keep it in. Maybe I do need the maybe I do need the cheat. Here we go. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford, Heidi Ho, neighborino, Ugh. and Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And happy Vermouth Month! Oh my God, Vermouth Month is happening right now. Wait, 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 Mike. And we're your hosts, the Sloppy Boys. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh go my ahead. God. Vermouth Munch is happening right now. It's back, baby. We took a little break and now it's back. Did you guys recognize the uh, impression I was doing? Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns, the man, the myth, the billionaire legend of Springfield. Okay. 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 Enough of the silly stuff. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Tim. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Good. Hi, Tim. Good. Um, you know what's kind of cool today is that we got ourselves a lot of booze news. Yeah, let's cut the chit chat up top. This is all pointless. It's let's get to the news. This is pressing stuff. Hey, listen to this one. This one blew my hair back. Yingling is putting out a new beer. Oh, I thought you were gonna say seltzer, Tim. Nope. They're putting out a new flavor of a beer. Seltzer flavored. Is it yeah? Seltzer flavored beer. (laughs) <laughs> is it like a, f- a flavor like we know out in the real world, like uh, yes. honeydew? Is it honeydew? <laughs> no. Huh. Uh, raspberry. No, Jeff. Wait, is it? It's a flavor flavor. It's not just like oh, it's an IPA. It's a flavor flavor, and we've shit talked it before. Oh, peppermint, grapefruit, raging eagle mango beer. Oh. Raging Not a Eagle fan of mango. mango beer. I don't. It doesn't uh, roll off the tongue. It is a twenty-four ounce can of mango infused beer, okay. targeted at young adults who are on the go, <laughs> <laughs> driving. Um, but I, I mean, I like Golden Road's mango beer. But uh, we've talked about why does just every every seltzer they all get the mango? Why is mango ubiquitous? Especially Yingling. You know, that's like an old Pennsylvania beer. The, the varieties they have now are just like lager, light lager, black and tan, porter, like pretty normal. And now a huge jump to mango. Ugh. That's funny, too. Like, I, I wonder what the there's so many different fruits out there. Why wouldn't why would is it just like mango? Like, what's the market you research know what? on? That? I think it is. It's jewel pods. 
Oh, yeah. Jeff. The mango jewel pods were were the hot shit. Whew. That's nefarious then. If the, the mango jewel pod was going after young kids, and then now the beers are going after the jewel teenagers. Yeah. I think that um, Yingling being Pennsylvania, they should have done something Pennsylvania specific like a Scrapple beer. <laughs> yeah. Scrapple is not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Scrapple is a, a sort of broken up apple pie. Scrapple, I've never had it, but I, be- <laughs> I believe it's a breakfast meat that's sort of a processed loaf. Huh. Mishmash. I like the um, broken up apple pie. That sounds great. <laughs> like it's the scraps of an apple yeah. pie. <laughs> Scrapple. I've definitely broken up apple pie on my plate while I'm eating it, so I'm kind of. We've that. have we talked about this? You putting uh, you putting uh, cheddar cheese on your apple pie? Jesus, sure. no! I've never yeah. done it, but yeah. people people do that. I don't I don't know. I, it works. I don't know where cheddar cheese, cheddar yeah, cheese, so- American cheese, something. You know, one thing that I thought was gross that uh, I remember from all of our pasts is remember like little packs of snack crackers. Yeah. A, a common flavor combination was cheese crackers with peanut butter filling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And like thinking now cheese and peanut butter, that's fucking gross. Oh yeah. That shouldn't work. And if it came out now, you'd be grossed out, but those Keebler packs are a staple. It yeah. works. I do think the, uh, the um, cheese ones are a lot better. Oh, yeah. Hey, but that's my two cents. With a cheese filling. Yeah. Oh, no, cheese cracker with cheese filling? Yeah. Yeah, sounds no, great. No, peanut butter and cheese. <laughs> oh. That's that. Okay, what else on booze news? Mikey, you got stuff. Yes, I do. Okay, this is uh, this is an old one. This is from the, remember the Super Bowl a couple weeks ago? We saw oh, Tom yeah. Brady throwing sure. that pigskin to his friend Gronk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you probably noticed there was a lot of firsts in that whole game, blah, blah, blah. Mm. One of the firsts in uh, the advertising was it was the first Super Bowl ever that Budweiser did not have an ad. Whoa. They, they, get, they gave all their ad money to like a, va- a COVID vaccine awareness campaign. Good. But so you hear that and it's like, wow, the, without the, the Super Bowl, without Budweiser, that's crazy. And then at the end of this little article I read, it was like, but they will have um, advertisements for Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer, Coors, <laughs> like their, their <laughs> yeah. whole uh, Michelob Ultra, you know, their whole like stable of stuff. Oh. So don't worry about them. I hope they have success with this COVID awareness campaign because I personally just am not aware about any of them. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't yeah. really heard much. Yeah. I, when I go clicking around, I can't find anything. I think I think a big part of that campaign is like, Trying to get people to know it's a real thing or that it's not like a hoax. Yeah. Like getting uh, celebrities to do it on TV and stuff. There's also this thing with um, if Budweiser could let one Super Bowl go without spending millions on advertising and then discover that it didn't affect their sales whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. I think people would like drastically overthink how much we spend on or how much right. they spend on advertising. Um. Okay, my second piece of booze news is kind of a... Remember we did the uh, bull shot uh, two weeks ago? Oh, yeah. Delish. Well, the, all my news is going back a little while. So, uh, you know, Red Danson, a, a, a friend of the pod who told us all about the Bill Oakley um, uh, Diamond Jim Brady. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, I used on The Simpsons. Well, he hit up the Sloppy Boys Instagram and said, you know, because I was complaining about my bull shot. I did not enjoy it. 
He said, okay, so question about the Worcestershire sauce you used. Was it in the fridge and or did you shake it super well before using? The anchovy oil in there can separate, especially in the fridge, and ends up coming out funky. Oh. I did not know about that. And if you can guess, I did not have... It was in the. It was not in the fridge. No, I'm sorry. It was in the fridge, and I did not shake it. Ooh, you gotta shake it, Michael. I didn't shake. I didn't shake. Yeah, not a shaker. Well, next time I make one of those, which I probably won't ever make one of those again, I will try to shake it. <laughs> um, I bet it's better shaking, and it would solve that problem. But I can't imagine it changing it enough for you to right love it. Well, I can, yeah, I can't imagine spending some time being like, okay, I'm really gonna nail this <laughs> beef drink. Yeah, but hey, shout out to Red Danson. He's the man. Hey, we love them. Um, and Worcestershire is made from eels and vinegar. Is that right? <laughs> he said anchovies. <laughs> oh, anchovies, anchovies. So it's a uh, it's pretty gnarly even to begin with, but mm, I love it. Yeah, me okay. too. Okay, my final bit of booze news, which is a product. Look at this. Ooh, oh my! A seven ounce Miller High Life bottle. Can you believe it? A cute squat. Tiny little bottle. Where did yep. you get that, Mike? I got this just at a corner store. They had them. I said, "What is this?" And they said, "Oh, you gotta try. <laughs> you gotta try this. You don't happen to do a podcast, do you?" I, said, I do. Is it about cocktails and drinking? Well, yeah, you son of a bitch! It is. <laughs> That's nice. I, I wish I had one of those. It's great. Well, the, I went on the the uh, what is this Molson Coors website, and it's got these like reasons why these are better. One is because it stays colder. Jeff, a big problem you're always having. Sure. Wait, why is that? You finish it faster. It's smaller. Is it there? Oh, yeah, oh, you, oh. you finish it before it gets uh, hot. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, hot. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> yeah, when I have a, sometimes if I, my beer is like a, a 22 ounce can or a, a 40, by the time I get to the bottom, it's boiling. <laughs> <laughs> it, and then it, it suggested this. Another good use for these things are beer moses. You split one of these into two uh, champagne, champagne flutes and add OJ. Have you ever heard of such a thing? No, but that sounds great. It yeah. sounds like a brass monkey. Champagne of beers, man. Um, you know where I've seen those squat little bottles before? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a thing in the Midwest, I want to say maybe started in Wisconsin, where when you have a Bloody Mary, it comes with a beer back, a little oh, yeah. shot of beer. Oh. And I had it at Nye's Polonaise in Minneapolis. And then I had it a few other times. And sometimes it is, it's very fun when it comes in that little squat bottle. You say, little sip of this, little sip of that. What's the drink that has like, um, it's like a tropical drink, maybe a bloody, but it's got like a Corona in it. Corona Rita. Upside down with the, with the Corona, uh, beer extending up out of the normal drink because of wh- however they do that with, uh, physics and surface tension. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like at Dave and Buster's and similar chains. Those are the, the margaritas. I don't know yeah. who started it. The Corona. But it's like, Rita. instead of having a lime perched on the corner of your glass, you got a whole ass beer and it's like filling the thing as you drink <laughs> as it. As you drink, it's, it's oh, yeah, yeah, adding yeah. new liquid. And then you could also pull on the bottle and it goes, f-bop, f-bop, f-bop. <laughs> <laughs> what can else? Oh, when I was looking, uh, looking around online about these little, uh, Pony, yeah, they call them pony bottles. Sure. Uh, they also call them splits, which is a term associated with champagne. And since this is the champagne of beers, it makes sense. Mm. But they also were talking about something called, uh, Miller used to make Steinies. Do you, do you know what those are? No. It's, you know when you see like in the late 70s or 80s in a movie or something, the beer bottles are like squatter, but it's still a 12 ounce beer? No. I don't think so. It's, it kind of, it looks like this. It's got like this shape, but it's just like 
squatter. Anyway, and is it a is it shaped like like a bowling pin and it's a pinner? <laughs> I wish, but it's like it would be like this long. Hmm. Steiny. Steinfeld. Mm. Oh, that could be it. So that's my little uh, <laughs> tidbit. Hey, what a what a great segment of booze news. We're gonna close her down and wrap it up with this. I'm auditioning yet another booze news theme song for you guys. So a new one. Ooh, nice. Give this a listen and tell me what uh, if you want to keep it. All right. Hmm. Dish of the dirt. Uh-huh. Dish of the okay. dirt. <sighs> hey, gather round. We're dish of the dirt. Pretty good. Dish in the dirt. Hold on. Dish yeah. in the dirt. Hey, gather round. We're dish in the dirt. It's booze news, you <gasps> greasy little shit. <laughs> what do you think? Wow, um, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's 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 stuck with the same, or you stuck with the same formula, I guess, huh? Well, I shortened the hi hat intro and oh, I added some stand up bass. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good, Tim, but I'm curious to see what the slopheads can come up with. Me too. Well, folks, you heard it here first. We're summoning Booze News theme songs. Send them into the Sloppy Boys podcast at gmail.com. And that's it for Booze News. Yeah. Can you top the T, man? (laughs) Don't top the T. If you, I'll say this right now. If you can, if we use one of your Booze News' theme songs on the podcast, you get a hundred thousand dollars sent you in the mail. <laughs> right? Oh my god, we are so fucked. Oh, fuck. I haven't uh, checked god our Patreon it. income uh, recently, but I don't think it's that much. It's a hundred thousand, and that and they will get it. Oh, All of it. For, clean swap. There you go. Yep. And that's cash. <laughs> May the best songwriter win. Okay, now we have a drink on this. We we hit up the IBA list for this drink today, right? Yeah, we're back on list. We're back on track. Back where we belong. Back on the list. Who's had it? I've had it. I drink it all the time. I've not had it. I've had one once. I already have questions about this drink. Ooh. Well, let me tell you, the Negroni. Yes. Here's what's cool about it. It's Italian, right? It's a, This is a Italiano. This is a... Cafe Society cocktail. So if you're like Hanford and you like to spend your afternoons kind of uh, whiling away the hours at a cafe, swapping mm-hmm. bon mots with all the literary minds. Elites. Liter- yes, elites. <laughs> uh, then this could be the drink for you because uh, we're talking uh, equal parts gin, Campari, sweet vermouth. I do have to say when you, you know, I love doing that. I love hanging out at the cafes, talking to the sure. uh, literary uh, elites. Their minds fascinate me. I find myself sitting there doing a lot of listening, and I I have don't really have much to say <laughs> to them. Yeah, I wish I could keep up. Yeah, a lot of times as they'll mention somebody, ooh, Hawthorne. Okay, I'm not You're sure just who that is. Silent yeah. for the whole afternoon. Yeah. I go home. I need two Advil and a nap. Actually. Yeah. Okay, well, Mike, I'm going to hook you up with some Cliff's Notes, and you're going to be good to go. Good. The origin of the Negroni is in 1919. There's this guy, uh, Count Negroni. Oh, uh, uh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) He waltzes into a cafe in Florence, and he wants to have an Americano, which is Campari Vermouth Soda, right? Mm -hmm. A a weaker drink. In Italy, Mm -hmm. they like the weaker drinks. Um, And the, hey, the Americano... I think it's called the Americano because Americans were importing a lot of vermouth from them at that point and mixing with things. But 
We'll get to that someday because that's on the IBA list and we'll do a whole episode. But this guy, Negroni, he doesn't like the Americano. He says to the bartender at this cafe in Florence, I, you know, I just spent a lot of time in America and Americans like stiff drinks. You know, they're drinking the unforgettables. Oh, yeah. The liquor forward cocktails. Mm -hmm. Do we ever. So here's how uh, he wants to kick up his Americano when he says, no soda, gin. Campari mm. vermouth. Gin. And he drinks it. He loves it. And then the bartender starts making it. And everyone says, this Negroni is kind of cool. It's a hit. <laughs> Soon, it catches on in America. We were influencing him. But then, you know, in the 60s, it's like you think of the, the kind of movies uh, – Rome is kind of a cool thing in the 60s. You got oh, yeah. Sophia Loren kind of doing her thing. Mm -hmm. uh, all, and then uh, it, it becomes a, a staple for cool, smart, elegant, cafe kind of people. Nice. But then it hits its peak Oof. decades later. That's Let me flash forward to a little time you may recall called April 2020. What? Springtime in America. The Sloppy Boys are putting the finishing touches on the mix for their soon-to-be hit album, Paradiso. Bring mm. this up. Take this down. <laughs> Turn that way down. It sucks. <laughs> and, you know, uh, hey, early pandemic, everyone's kind of cooped up, and a certain video hits the internet and sets it aflame, Ooh. where a certain character actor is making a Negroni. Go ahead and play the clip. What are you going to make me? A Negroni. Mm. Would you like one? I would love one. Great. Does he you sound familiar to you guys? No. Thanks. No. You didn't see this I video? Haven't. I didn't see it until more recently. You got any guesses as to who uh, this man is? No, I can't. People have Negronis. Martin Short? We've talked about him on this very podcast. Quite nice. Oh. Um, Shaloub's uh, buddy. <laughs> Buddy, oh, yeah. Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci! <laughs> Stanley Tucci is making a Negroni for his wife, and he kind of looks good. He's in really good shape, and he's flexing his, uh, yeah, I bet. his uh, biceps while he shakes it. So you see a lot of comments that are kind of like, uh, you know, uh, hey, destroy me, Tucci daddy. <laughs> but then, daddy. then he, he goes on, uh, you know, he's on the Today Show making him. He's on the Corden making him. Then Jesus. the internet is is critiquing him. You got you got YouTube cocktail connoisseurs doing uh, redo video. Or no, what do you call it? A, a rewatch or whatever. Rebuttals or whatever. Uh, play this clip. Shake it up. Okay, he's shaking his Negroni. Stir your Negroni. Stanley Tucci, you're well put together. You look great. You can afford to get a stirring mixing glass for your Negroni. What a dork. <laughs> <laughs> That's some guy who is actually has a good YouTube channel and makes some, I forget his name, the cocktail aficionado or something. But everyone's talking Negroni, Negroni. You can't walk down the street without someone saying, oh, the Tucci drink is the big thing now. <laughs> Um, and now it's kind of having its peak with this podcast. And here's my feeling on it. I feel it. I can feel it in the air, the excitement. Yeah. My thing when I order a Negroni and here's what the slop heads listening, you're probably thinking this drink has nothing to do to me, nothing to do with me. There's, <laughs> there's, there's no reason I would ever want to do this. Here's what you do. You go, it's Italian, right? So it goes with Italian food. Next time you're out at an Italian restaurant 
and mm. everyone's ordering um, the house red. Oh, the, the mm. house white. You know, uh, what do you guys order when you're having Italian food? Wait, you drink wine? Uh, gun to my head, I'm getting red wine, but, <laughs> you yeah, know, man. I don't, uh, I, I don't like gun to your head. I don't like it. I do a nice cab. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I, I get in a cab if someone orders red wine and I'm out of there. I used, I used to do Peroni and then I started doing wine, but now here's everyone's placing their orders, telling the waiter what they want. It gets to me and I say, hey, Dude. Negroni. And oh, you should see the faces across the table. Hey, I used to hate Tim and now I'm impressed with him. The whispers. He got a Negroni. Oh, he got a Negroni. He must be a literary elite. He looks awesome as well. <laughs> he looks like Stanley Tucci. And they say, what's he been in it? <laughs> what, what is uh, in the Negroni he ordered? And then I stand up and I slam my fist on the table and I say, according to the IBA, <laughs> 30 milliliters of gin, 30 milliliters of bitter Campari, 30 milliliters of sweet red vermouth. So equal parts. Make it how big oh, you Oh, you love those one. equal parts. Bing, bing, bing. Done. Pour all ingredients <laughs> directly into a chilled old-fashioned glass filled with ice. Stir gently. Garnish with half orange slice. So that was the thing. Stu uh, Stucci. Stanley Tucci. Yeah, the abbreviation. The Stooch, the man. Common abbreviation. <laughs> the Stooch there. He shook it and then served it up, and that's why he was getting that tongue lashing. So today oh. we're going to stir them and have them on the rocks. Uh, I hate to stir. I love to shake. Now you say this goes well with uh, an Italian meal. What Do you guys consider a palio string cheese to be Italian food? <laughs> yes. A mozza fresh mozzarella? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I like a nice, uh, a fresh string mozzarella. Yes, yes. You go down to that polio factory and get it as it's just coming off the line. <laughs> I like Chef Boyardee. <laughs> I like to have the beefaroni from a shitty can. Uh, guys, this uh, this high life seven ounce gone, forgotten. It's it's fast. Was it cold all the way down? <sighs> you know it, my man. Oh my it looks God. like Frosty the Snowman over there. Oh, should we go make these drinks? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. I got questions. When we come back. Hard-hitting questions. <laughs> oh, no. You got yeah. questions? We got answers. <laughs> we'll be right the back. Sloppy Boys <laughs> Podcast will be right back. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you got to get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you got, I just got to tell someone this. I just got to fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Hey folks, we want to pump the brakes on this episode and talk about a great podcast called Bizarre Albums from our good, good pal, Tony Thaxton. This is a great one. Tony explores the weird side of music, celebrating and telling the stories behind those strange albums that make you wonder how and why they exist. He does deep dives on albums released by pro athletes, actors, fictional characters, and those albums where musicians or bands just took a crazy, weird left turn. The episodes are short digestible. They're 15 to 20 minutes. We're full of pop culture trivia nuggets. You'll hear stories behind albums by Bruce Willis, Shaquille O'Neal, Macho Man Randy Savage, Freddy Krueger, and many, many more. And he even does an episode on Ham's Brewing Company. They put an album out in 1965. It's really great. New episodes drop every Tuesday, everywhere you listen to podcasts. Tony's got a Patreon that's great. So do yourself a favor. Drop everything you're doing right now and go listen to Tony's podcast, Bizarre Albums. It's fantastic. We're back. We're back. Hey, whoa. This is uh, this is red, like a big cup of marinara. I know. <laughs> Mike, is yours as red as ours? Yeah. Huh. It's just kind of a, a weird uh, glass. Did we accidentally use uh, marinara? <laughs> there was Ready? a jar that said ragu, wasn't I? <laughs> Here we go. I'm, I'm clink, clink. Up. Bottoms up. Uh-huh. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a taste. Yeah. It is a taste, isn't it? I love it. 
It's bitter. It's Campari. It hides the sweet red vermouth that I think is the worst ingredient. Kind of tastes like a big glass of Campari. That Campari turned the whole thing red, but it's a bitter brew. Now you got, did you get bitter Campari? Yeah. I could only just find Campari. Okay, so I was in the Campari aisle and I found, <laughs> I could I didn't find anything that said bitter, Bacar, bitter Campari. Mm-hmm. So I got... <laughs> bitter Bacardi. I, <laughs> I got Luxardo bitter, which is the same thing, more or less. I oh. don't know. It's like Luxardo brand's version of Campari. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It would be funny if you were drinking a big bottle of bitters. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, yeah, this is alcoholic. (laughs) Oh, I checked. (laughs) So what's the difference between Campari and Aperol? Um, I think Aperol's sweeter. Because they were next to each other at Albertson's. And the only Whoa. Campari option I had said bitter, so I went for it. But I was like, Aperol, I've seen that more than I've seen this bottle that I'm Aperol. grabbing right now. Well, because a couple of years ago, Aperol Spritz was the talk of the town, baby. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, this to me tastes like, does yours taste a little ashy or something? Mine tastes a little gross. There's a little like taste that's like, I don't know about that taste. Ah. Uh, I want to say it's got that licorice anise quality to it a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm, 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 sure. It's not strong. It's sweeter than that, but uh, I'm not getting you know. any licorice. I'm getting just it's it's red and it seems like it's going to be a sweet thing. And then it says, "No, I'm bitter." <laughs> yeah, nice try. Yeah, I bet you by the end drink. of this drink, I'll be singing a different tune. Yeah, well, sure, but, but initially sure. you're saying you're, if it, it strikes you as too bitter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just the bitterness. But uh, not my favorite taste at the gate. And my well, my first thought is ashy. <laughs> it's ashy. Okay. Are you mm. drinking out of an ashtray? I did. It begs the question. Well, it was a cup. It was a cup I dug out of a fireplace, and I. <laughs> that, that's an urn. <laughs> oh, Grampy, <laughs> Gim Gam, and Swift Foot. <laughs> Mima and poo poo. <laughs> uh, what did you guys? I see y'all got oranges as requested. Can I tell you? Can I give you a little inside trick here? Mine's a Clementine. <laughs> Not me, classic navel. <laughs> I had a bag of cuties and I decided to cut one up. Yeah, I got a bag of cuties right here on this Zoom I'm looking at. Come on. Now. Hey, hey, you. I was setting you up, Tim, for that. Thank you. <laughs> um, the IBA said to use an orange slice, so I did that. But I feel like normally you see it with a expressed twist. Ooh, Tim. <laughs> what? Um, I also think ours came out red that because maybe the vermouth we're using is not too dark or something like that. Because usually Negronis are very dark. Are they? Yeah, this is like neon red. This looks like fruit punch. My, yeah. Uh, that's what's, yeah, I'm, I want to be having the taste of fruit punch in my mouth here but it's just ash (laughs) (laughs) so wait you're not getting a sweet bitter uh thing you're just getting ash i'm getting the sweet bitter taste but it's also the the aftertaste is ashy can you smell that luxardo bitter bottle and see if that's what ashy on its own because i'm very curious oh he put it up his butt (laughs) 
Hold on, I'm going to take a little... And now it stinks for some reason? <laughs> Ooh, he shuddered. <laughs> Ooh, this stuff on its own is uh, bad news. <sighs> maybe this is the ashiness. I can't tell now. I got so much crap <laughs> did, in my mouth. Did you maybe, uh, did you get a curse put on you? <laughs> I hope not. Did, was Campari the thing you brought to uh, that that Maria's holiday party? Yeah, I brought in a bottle. I waved it all around the room, and nobody wanted any. And I drank probably <laughs> half of it myself. Tried to get a buzz going. No, no takers. Jeff, to go back on your curse thing, yes, I don't think I was cursed. But last Halloween, <clears throat> uh, a woman dressed as a witch on October thirty first cursed at me. Oh, so that's a powerful one. Yeah, I was kind of hoping to uh, come up with something funny as I was saying that, but I. Didn't I think you did? I think you did. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have laughed harder, but I was googling uh, to see if there's such thing as bitter Campari, and I just saw normal Campari, and then something called bitter Carbono, <laughs> 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 which sounds like a, a, a parody written by yeah, a sketch yeah. comedy writer. Uh, Slide yeah, me some bitter Campano. Am I on the uh, Silly Comedy website here? <laughs> yes, that is the Silly Comedy Glossary. Mad Magazine. <laughs> Mad.com. No, so Campari is just Campari. There's the only, the one, it's an aperitif. Mm. It's, uh, it's made from like a bunch of different fruit and stuff in Italy. Herbs, Cascaria, Chinotto, all kinds of stuff bubbling down into a dank brew. Uh, what's the proof on that thing? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, 40. Okay. So a respectable proof. Now, this, this is, this is 25. This Luxardo is 25%. Oh, so that's a little harsher. Very curious. Um, we, I'm liking that. I like this a lot. I order these and they're always bitter and I like them because it's a type of bitter I like, but I feel like in general, like when we had the, the, the Manhattan, Mm-hmm. All the sloppy boys were like, puh, puh, puh. and then when we had big <laughs> cream sickles, we were like, "Hey, yeah, yeah these yeah. are kind of good. Yeah, we're <laughs> a dessert type. <laughs> Give us some brandy, Alexanders, and some <laughs> golden dreams." Uh, but I think most people, like, I, I was talking to my brother about the drinks he likes, and he says he likes a he likes a harsher drink that slows that slows you down, that has some something kind of. A little bit of a rank taste. A little edge. A little edge so that you sip and you think. Right, 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 right. Meanwhile, the sloppy boys are just throwing back hurricanes <laughs> and barfing. <laughs> you know what's a funny thing, too, about the Negroni? I kind of realized, I think it took me a while. I've mentioned before that I had only ever had them up, and then I saw Neil Campbell get one on the rocks, and I copied him, and then I liked it, so I liked mm. him more on the rocks. But I realized that I had a stumbling block with the, <laughs> the word... <laughs> Negroni, you know when you have a nonsensical aversion to something, uh, you have mm. like a bad association. Um, there was a lady in my school, my grade school, Mrs. Negron, who yelled at me all the time. Like a, <laughs> she was like an she was like a hall monitor, mm. and yeah. and she would make us before she was a Tim. She was a power tripping bitch. <laughs> no, she's probably a nice lady, and I was probably a little <laughs> bastard. I was I uh, I think was? Uh, I was friends <laughs> with her are. kids and stuff like that. Maybe she's a wonderful woman, but she used to do this thing where like 
before you could go out for recess, she would make us line up in the hallway in the school instead of just like walking. Fucking fascist. (laughs) But then it was like two by two. And then we all had to be silent and we all had to like, like she put her hand in the air and we all had to put our hand and like before playing kickball, why do you have to be? (laughs) Yeah. Why do you have to be quiet when you're the whole point of recess is to let kids go nuts. It's because you animals need structure. Anyway, I bet the first 200 times I saw Negroni on a menu, I was like, Mrs. Negron? I don't think so. I'm here to have fun. <laughs> the waiter comes over. You're like, I'm not putting my hand up. He's like, I'm sure I don't. <laughs> and then the waiter's like, Tim, quiet down. <laughs> I'm going to eat my orange slice. Oh. I can't because I have a clementine. Ooh, to the dome. <laughs> That's delicious. You guys ever have that, uh, those, those candies or it's like a dried fruit type thing where it's like an orange slice and it's all sugary. They sell them at Trader Joe's and you can kind of eat the whole thing. Yes. Love them. Those are, those are good. Are the actual oranges or are they like the candy orange slices? I think they're, I think they're actual oranges. Whew. That sounds great. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're not like gummies or something. They're, they're it's not like the big, the big ass sugary gummies. Those are good too. No, no. Yeah. They're all good gummies. Everything. I'll tell you what, I don't like mixing, um, fruit and chocolate. Like whenever I see like, ooh, I got a chocolate orange, I'm like, pass. Interesting. Hard pass. No, I, I, say, I agree. I think they're they're better separate. Why double down? I say pass it to me. I'd like to try it. I'm not into chocolate cherry. I'm not into chocolate. Uh, I'm and those are the big two. Hey, you know what I did <laughs> recently? I put I put uh, peanut butter on Clementine uh, segments. That's fucking <laughs> gross. Segments. Mm, mouthwatering segments. <laughs> Mike, you just uh, tell me you didn't do that and you're just being a shock jock. <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to get uh, upvotes. Well, you ever make a PB&J with marmalade instead of jam? It's kind of like that, I guess. Ooh, PB&J all the way. Um, you don't like it. Now, come on, Jeff. You don't like a little uh, banana with peanut butter? Of course I do. Okay. Banana and chocolate? Those are natural bedfellows. <laughs> the So are those. Peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah, great. So, so what, what's your issue, dude? Fruit and chocolate. You don't like chocolate fruit on chocolate. fruit, but you, you will eat it on a banana. I, I tend to agree. I don't like, you know, like black forest cake is chocolate and like raspberry. Cherry. Like, or yeah, 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 raspberry. Or I would just rather have the berries separate. Although I do enjoy indulging in a little Turkish delight. Uh, <laughs> what? You're a Greek delight. You got to keep them separated. Mm. Hey, uh, since we're doing fruit talk... Um, Mike, <laughs> welcome back to Fruit Talk. <laughs> Mike, you said last week, "Hey, there's no apple juice cocktails, and there should be apple juice cocktails." Mm, yes, I um, did. I thought those were very insightful. Uh, kind of out of character, kind of <laughs> <laughs> formed a complete thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I see. You say something like that around the. Uh, you say something around that to the uh, literary bigwigs <laughs> that I hang out with. They, they don't like it. You go to the cafes of Florence and say, hey, how about an apple juice? They're talking about a poetry book. Hey, do you guys think there's an apple juice drink? Well, you said that and we laughed you off as usual. But <laughs> it, it, <laughs> a few days later, me and Jeff were getting tacos. And uh-huh. you know the selection of the classic Mexican sodas. There's like the Coke. There's like the sangria one. There's like the Jaritos uh, orange Yep. And then there's an apple soda in a glass bottle that's called Mundet, M-U-N-D-E-T. Apple and soda. I, 
I was drinking that with my burrito and I turned to Jeff and I said, apple soda. <gasps> this would be a good thing for a cocktail. Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> imagine that, that the, um, it's autumn time. The leaves are falling. Uh huh. Yes. I'm watching the world series mm-hmm. and then I reach for maybe like an apple soda and, and bourbon. Ooh, bourbon. You choose Could bourbon. Kind of nice. But, but an apple juice and bourbon? No, it's an apple no, no, no. soda. Apple, apple soda, soda and I, bourbon. I was kind of uh, punching up your, <laughs> your idea. <laughs> hey, look at this. I Googled uh, Mundet cocktail to see if anyone has used this apple soda. And there is a drink called the Senor Brown. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it's just shit in a cup. No, it is. <laughs> Um, it's apple soda with mezcal, you know, smoky mezcal. That's hey, cool. interesting. Weird choices, both of you. Hmm. I don't know what I'd put in a uh, in an apple drink. But what do you mean, both of you? I have not come up with a drink yet. No, no, no. Bo- both um, the both the mezcal and the bourbon. Oh, well, and and Mike hasn't offered any, so you're just you're just kind of sitting there on the fence, waffling. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Yeah. Non-committal. Yeah, I got a, I got a real hard choice coming up, but I don't want to bring it up to you because I think you guys will freak. <laughs> I think gin could work. I'm I'm starting to get into the gin guys. Anything could work. Vodka and apple juice could work. I like gin in cocktails because gin, it's kind of the it, it, it turns into a bit of a chameleon. Think of this uh, drink we're having right now. Yes, Campari, vermouth, and gin. I don't taste the gin whatsoever. I don't taste a hint of the juniper. Mm-mm. Oh, actually, I just bit down on a big clump of juniper. Oh, <laughs> oh Tim, I'm so sorry, dude. Oh. I think, remember earlier I said this is, I had one of these once before. Did I tell you about that story when I had one? It sounds familiar, but what are the details? This was before COVID happened. I guess it's probably the last like concert type thing I went. I went to the a Lizzo concert. Sure. Cool. And Love Lizzo. Lizzo's great. Puts on a hell of a show, and then I'm afterwards in the got a little backstage. Got to go backstage and hang with the the gang, and hang with uh, all her friends and the crew and the dancers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was great. We're hanging out. We're we're drinking. We're maybe doing a little something else. Maybe some okay, smoking. We don't have to go in. No. I don't want to say. <laughs> so <laughs> we're having some fun. You're having a little bit of a hem. That's right. That's right. Um. And one of her dancers, Chris, was doing this funny thing. He was doing this funny Sylvester Stallone uh, impression. It was like spot on, but he was being really funny with it. Cool. And I'm not even going to try to do it, but he was being, being really funny. And, oh, I should, a little backstory. Right before the concert, I went to uh, this really like sketchy burrito place. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I had I got something off the menu called the rattlesnake burrito. And I was like, well, what kind of meat's in it? And they're like, we can't tell you, but it's really good. I was like, okay, you can't tell me what it is. And they're like, yeah. And then they also mentioned something about like, it comes with a lot of beans and something about the refrigerator breaking earlier that day. Ooh, and you don't like, know what they said, but they mentioned something along those lines. Along those lines. So anyway, cut back to hanging out with Lizzo and and her friends, (laughs) who I was hoping they would become my friends because they were all having such a great time. Oh, Chris and the gang, yeah. Chris, the dancer, he's doing the impression. We're all laughing. I laugh a little too hard, and I let out a little bit of a squeaker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just sound, just audio, though. Just, just. Huh? Just sound. (laughs) 
came out. <laughs> I wish just sound. Oh. <laughs> We're talking brown air. <laughs> you know, it was. We've been in that situation where you kind of have to. Oh, what the hell was that? Yeah. Sure. And Lizzo looked over me and she's like, Mike, what what happened? What's going on? And I, you know, I sort of built up my courage and I, I, uh, I said this. <laughs> you said this? <laughs> yeah, this is good. Yeah. I pull my pants down, check for turds. Mike, what are you doing? I think I shit myself. <laughs> pants down, checking for turds. Oh God, it stinks. I think I shit myself. <laughs> pants down, I feel like a turd. You should go do this in the bathroom. Gotta change myself. Pants down, unlike a nerd. It's fine, just please. I think I shit myself. <laughs> Gotta change myself. Stop, yes, I know. Get out of here. Gotta change myself. <laughs> go change. Go to the bathroom and change. I think I shit myself. We know, go change. Gotta change myself. Would you please just get out of here? Here I go. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> Rude. Oh, wow, you said all that? I can't believe you said that. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> yeah, I said it. I said it. It was, uh, I, well, I did it and I said it. <laughs> there was a thing that you said that I I missed there was unlike a nerd. I'm like a nerd or? Yeah, a nerd wears his pants really high, but I was pulling my pants down so I could oh, check. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> myself. Right. Oh, that makes so much sense because, yeah, unlike a nerd. So you right. had your pants down. Got it. And those mm-hmm. other voices that were like, go oh, get out of here. That was probably like that guy, Chris. Chris and, and yeah, and some of his friends. Uh, <laughs> Lizzo didn't comment. She was just like, you know, a face in palm, like, fuck yeah. this yeah, guy. Yeah, she was probably thinking like, house. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah. It's embarrassing, but also like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so that sucked. But that was the last time I had a Negroni. Uh, well, I mean, I hope that that doesn't serve like taint the drink for you and you can still enjoy it uh no no i love i love this drink <laughs> <laughs> so it's a good ash it's and a all good, a good memory folks we'll be right back <laughs> ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> We're back. Final thought. 
final thoughts on the Whoa. Negroni. Ooh, Jeff doesn't have any final thoughts on this one. He's hey, like, I've got hey, a lot of thoughts. Guys, guys, guys. <laughs> guys, you guys are my guys. Just tell me what you fucking think. All right, so um, this tastes like ash to me. Um, <laughs> what does ash taste like when you say that? What are you thinking when you say ash? Bitter <laughs> Campari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Is it smoky? Is it wood-like, Mike? No, 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 no. It's like it's like so a the- very stinging taste that is not <laughs> bitter. I know bitter. Uh, I should know better, actually, than, than to have this drink again. I will not probably order this myself again. Damn. Hate to say it. There's just other drinks out there that I can go to that I like better. Yeah, there's lots of other drinks out there. I'm getting used to this. It's okay. But sorry, Negroni. Yep. I'll say I will echo my friend's sentiments. It's fine. Uh, I got to say, though, Tim, not even appointment only. This is a no for me, dog. You wouldn't even make an appointment for it? No, I would not. Wow. If somebody was saying, hey, it's Negroni night, I'd be like, I have other things to do. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you blame mm. the vermouth or the Campari? Well, I was never a huge fan of vermouth to begin with, and the Campari ain't helping. <laughs> <laughs> when I was mix, I'm having a second round, and when I mixed it up, I ran out of. I only had a little dribble of vermouth left, and it's weird. The Campari is even more bitter because I didn't, it's not as Mm. diluted now. So I guess the vermouth was doing its job Hmm. in the full cocktail. I, I do like it. I would have a second round. I like a, I guess I'm more of a cafe society kind of guy than you guys are. Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I will say this. Perhaps. I don't think I like the IBA's recipe or, or maybe I have the wrong vermouth because every other Negroni I've had in my life has been better. They're usually really dark and you can't really see through them, and they taste fancier. This one is just like electric red and kind of sweet and bitter, but it doesn't have the depth that they always have. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, question for you, Tim, since I just bought a $30 bottle of Campari, <laughs> what else can I do with this thing? <laughs> what? How do oh, I get boy. rid of this stuff? You bought a $30? I got a little nip. They ha- Cap and Cork had the little $2 nip. Well, really? I'm fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Um, we're gonna have to look through because honestly, this is the only. U- this is I like mean, the primary usage of Campari. <laughs> I guess my best recommendation would be like to bring it to a holiday party and then have <laughs> drink it with. <laughs> I was having, you know, I was having was just Campari and soda. So rocks, Campari, soda, stupid drink. I don't know what else to tell you. On the bottle, it says, like, enjoy it on the rocks. I can't imagine enjoying, enjoying it on the rocks. <laughs> Let's now, look can, into Aperol because maybe Aperol is like this with just more sugar. And if you put sugar, you could have yourself a nice spritz. Ooh. Could, is, is Campari something that can hang out for a while? Yeah. Like the vermouth, since we're in vermouth month, we should probably Great. talk about vermouth stuff. Vermouth doesn't <laughs> stick around very well. Nope. You got to refrigerate it and you get two, maybe three months out of it. Campari, forget about it. Let it gather dust. We really should be doing Vermouth Month because yeah, we got the f- stuff. Yeah, the first and the last. <laughs> I, I, we finished it off, though, because here was the problem. When we had Manhattans, 
I did not buy sweet red vermouth. Jeff did. And then he came over and he poured me a few ounces, which was very kind. And then he cleaned out his fridge and he dumped the rest of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. Well, I just bought a whole bottle for this thing. <laughs> well, you had a poison bottle that made you barf before. Right. So I had to get rid of that. Now I got a new one and I got to sit on this and it's going to make me barf for a month. I'm not taking the hit for this. We need better communication. <laughs> Mike. Yes. You have a surplus of vermouth. Here's what you could do that would help the pod. Have yourself a sweet vermouth on the rocks with a twist, which is the Andy McDowell drink from Groundhog Day. Tell us if it's gross. Okay. And then, we, then we can make fun of her. Okay. That'll be my uh, <laughs> thing to do. Uh, a twist is what? A uh, twist of lime? Lemon? Lemon, lemon traditionally. Lemon. Or you could just drink straight, neat vermouth like Hemingway. Oh, right. Well, I do uh, hang out with his types of people who enjoy that. <laughs> him. And you I mean, you him. tell them about apple juice and they all roll their eyes. <laughs> they say, Hanford, we don't know why we keep you around, but we do. Well, that's it for the Negroni. Let's read some mail. Mm. I can't believe we got through that whole episode without saying, and a bony Negroni. I thought we would say, my Negroni. Ah. My Sharona. <laughs> we didn't say any of the stuff we should have said. Tom asks, Hey, Sloppy Boys, really enjoyed the Bullshot episode and the talk about savory cocktails. Not sure if this is a real thing, but in the Larry Sanders show, rest in peace, Torn always talked about drinking salty dogs, which I'm pretty sure was just vodka with salt on the rim. <laughs> Would you ever consider reviewing that? Baba Booey, Tom. <laughs> Well, I think that's that someone who works for the Howard Stern show, and we just got Baba Booey. Uh, um, I just Googled it. Yeah. It is, it's gin or vodka with grapefruit juice and a salted rim on the glass. Ooh, huh. I would do that. Do you know how to do, how do you do a salted rim? You you turn the glass upside down when it's a little, you get it a little wet, like you dip it in a little plate of water or something, uh -huh. and then you put it on a plate of salt. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Before the drinks in it, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Look at this. Even on the Wikipedia for the Salty Dog, it says it was a favorite drink of Artie, the producer played by Rip Torn on the sitcom uh. The Larry Sanders Show. Damn. Wow. Tom, you really came through for us. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. We have passion fruit stuff. Yeah. I what know. if we did a passion fruit Salty Dog? <laughs> yeah, let's well, do that's that. a, that's not salty. It's sweet. Well, no, but we put the salt instead of instead of the grapefruit juice because no one has well, that. That could be a Hanford original. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this would be something I'd be willing to do. You know, as a as a side piece of a episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, so grapefruit and what was the other one? Gin or vodka? Oh, but it's grapefruit either way. Grapefruit juice, either way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Salted rim, either way. Highball glass, either way. Tom, we'll think about it. That does sound interesting. We'll think it over, Tom. I like it. I like the sound of that. Me too. And that's our show. Follow us on social media, at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. And a special thanks to Jeff Buckelman, our 500th Patron. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next week. 
Happy Vermouth Month. Bye, everyone. <laughs>